What is up, Winjet community? Happy Money Thursday. I almost said Money Friday, man. Goodness gracious, the week has been a little, little bit more, <laughs> a little bit more hectic than normal because of obviously this week is launch week with the infrastructure websites. But I'm sitting here on my main man, Mr. Anthony Garcia. What is up, my friend? Chris, man, excited to be with you this morning, dude. Let's 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 bring it to everybody. Right. Let's let me turn it up a couple notches. Just I don't know if people understand this game we play. That Anthony and I play. We play this game called "Let's Let's We Win," and that's we're gonna raise it up. So, I man, a lot of respect for you in the game of sales because that's obviously where you come from in the world, and that's where I that's where my heart is. And there's not a lot of salespeople, I guess you would say, that I actually um, endorse because of you know the whole methods and the techniques and tactics that people use to try to convince someone to do something they don't want to do. But you live and die by the same type of core values that I do. And we just, all we do is we diagnose the problem, we understand the situation, and we give them a proper recommendation. It's really that simple. It's all about sharing that vision. So, guys, if you don't know who this guy is, uh, you got to pay attention. Um, congratulations on all your success with your book, Catabolic Commissions, turned into obviously a podcast. You had me on, you came on my show, blew it up a couple of things. But I guess we can kind of start with, a little bit of your journey of why the podcast, why the message, and what do you obviously are trying to accomplish with your show? Yeah, man. So the message of catapulting commissions was really, I, I was frustrated with the presence of sales training and mm -hmm. sales development in, in the personal growth and development community. Um, it, some people were regurgit we were regurgitating antiquated techniques and others were given a fallacy of how easy it is to be successful in this industry. So that was a problem I wanted to solve. I was like, okay, let me let me identify and just create to somebody who's like me. Like I I, I wasn't a natural salesperson. I had a I, I picked it up early, so it wasn't that I needed to hear, hey, here's how you say this. Here's the talk track. Here's the script. It was more of a mental thing for me. And so that was the concept of catapulting commissions. Was how do I get to someone's mental uh, mind frame? How do I shift that mind frame for a mind frame for sales? I can teach mm -hmm. the skills later, but let's do that. So that was the book. The podcast, with all honesty, Chris, I I was social media irrelevant for three years before I launched my book, meaning I had deactivated Facebook, barely checked LinkedIn, wasn't on IG. I was just like, oh, I'm not going to do this. And I was never really um, into the clicks. Like I never had like a, oh, here's this social media click I'm a part of. Here's this social media. I was just irrelevant. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to launch a book. I'm going to launch a podcast under the book title solely because I wanted to create my own media and two... I wanted to interview successful salespeople. That's it. I knew I wanted to spend more time because my path to learning was I learned from people. I, mean, I, I learned from you when I was on your show and you were on mine. I've had some amazing guests on the show. And each guest, I leave. And I tell people, I'm like, I know this is a show now that has thousands of downloads and I got a following. That's great. But the principles, it's selfish. I'm interviewing you because I want to learn what you're doing. <laughs> right. So <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, so that was it, man. I wanted to start my own show solely so I could interview people and, and create a media following. And little by little, man, I ended up getting a fan base of people who listen to the show, subscribe, subscribe to the show, comment to the show, message me. And it's been a, it's been a wild ride since then. And it's been fun watching you grow with the show. I mean, I remember when I went on your show, it's not like you weren't skilled at what you did, but I'm talking about the the frame of questioning that you use on your show is very similar to what the framework is supposed to be when you're, I guess, in a sales approach. 
And that's why I love what I do in podcasting because I'm just displaying exactly what I've done my whole career <laughs> and getting to the core and the root and the nucleus of an individual and story and extracting that information for the listeners. And that you do a, a beautiful job at that. Beautiful job at that. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And, and you know, it's, it's real funny when, when people reach out to me and say, Hey man, you know, do you have a sales script? I've said, Hey, just listen to a podcast interview. Right. And they're like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, it's, it's honestly listening, reframing, redirecting. And if I haven't got the information I want yet, asking it in a different manner, not in a sleazy way, but just having a conversation and dialogue because nobody feels like they're being sold. Mm-hmm. And it's I, it, I love it. I love the concept of podcasting. Um, I love the concept of broadcast journalism. Um, I, I think I joked with you in the show. Uh, I started in college in radio. Yeah. Uh, enjoy enjoy doing radio. Wanted to get into broadcast journalism, and then uh, didn't want to relocate outside of the greater Los Angeles area to get like an entry level job. Too ugly to beat out you know some people for the, the alley <laughs> limelight. So I was like, you know what, man, I'm going to get into sales, make a ton of money, and I'm going to create my own show down the road. So that's where I'm at, bud. That's that's. I'm laughing because I'm. <laughs> I can't stop laughing at this. But remember when I married for you? Popped on your show and you right yeah. when you. I was like, look at he's got a face for radio, right? So, but it was a voice for radio. I yeah. said the same thing to Adam. Same thing to Adam. And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this guy's got a great voice. I was like, goodness gracious, this is phenomenal. I'm, I I have one of those raspy voices. Sounds like someone's like holding my nose when I'm like oh, speaking. Man. But it is what it is. No, man, Adam has a great voice radio. But when I was when I joined him on his podcast and he started speaking, I was like, holy wow, dude, this is your, your voice is amazing, man. You're like the voice of God coming from the skylight. <laughs> like, hello. hello. It. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes it even worse. He's very stoic, you know, and it just it, it set this perfect, perfect voice for him. So yes. um, and like, obviously with the messaging that you do have and, and you growing with your listenership and engagement. What were some of the major challenges? I guess we can kind of speak to some of the newer podcasters out there. What are some challenges that you had to overcome when you're, I guess, in trying to increase your listenership and open up more engagement with your listeners? You know, I, I think one, there's there's that fear of putting yourself out there, right? It's like it's a, yeah. a fear of putting yourself out there, a borderline imposter syndrome, right? I mean, I, I think my first episode, I, I remember looking at my stats in the first episode like a week later and it, it 11 downloads, 12 downloads, four yeah. were mine. So yeah. it was uh, the rest were my mom, my wife. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a success, um, but it's lonely, right? When you look at those stats in the beginning and you're like, man, no one's listening to the show. I can't, I can't, I can't catch a hook. I can't get an audience. Um, I was getting, uh, I had a, a guest reach out while my show was early who, who reached out and point blank told me, yeah, your show's too small time for me. Reach out to me when you're bigger. And I'm like, mm. you know, I gotta be honest with you, man. There's different ways to tell me no, but that's not it. That's, so yeah, I promise. That's the, yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm not calling just, you now. <laughs> I, I thought, uh, you know, it's funny. I was just having a car. You know, Jerome Myers. Do you know Jerome? Yeah. Love yeah. Jerome. Myers I, I, yeah. I have um, a folder on my desktop and I've had it for years. It's called Flex. Okay. So when people flex on me and during my career, they have Flex. I screenshot that, put the name and the date and put it in that folder. So when we do cross paths at one point, and you invite me to be on your show or whatever that because I don't ask people to go on their show. Like I get introduced and it's all done my referrals and stuff like that, right? Through the communities. And I'm I'm going to I'm going to read it out loud. Like this is what you said to me in an email. I love so, it, man. You know, and I it's not it. the it's not the it's not the flex back or snap back at someone. It's just to just to remind people, don't 
I guess you say don't step on someone when you think that they're beneath you. You know, yeah. and the more the the most successful people I have ever met, I'm talking about the ones that are so liquid is ridiculous. They they don't ever kick anybody while they're down, and that's why I really think it's really con it was confusing to me when I kind of catch that type of stuff. You know, so I don't know, but it's all about just trying to figure out how can you leverage and then focus on increasing that listenership by volumes and it's just done. And that's why it led us to this community. Cause I noticed it with podcasting and, you know, luckily for myself and my show, I had built in within the contracts when I sold those two programs to the trade schools that they took care of a lot of the editing and all the show notes and, and whatnot, at least a framework and giving me an idea because all the, you know, that's how I was training those 13,000 reps, you know, this, right. So, and I noticed that with your outsourcing and you and your people like us, we're businessmen that just happen to have a show. And we're, 100%. we're so we're, we're not starting off with a message on a thing and then trying to grow a business. We kind of did it backwards. So we want to serve the community in two different ways. There's ones that are seven figure earners or eight figures, no matter whatever the level they are, and teach you how to leverage podcasting to for that could be your calling card. And because if you want to market and advertise an email list, like what, how much percent open rate? It's a hundred percent open rate on a, on a podcast. You get subscribe to your show, bing, they got you. So that's one side. The other side is that someone that's just with has a really good message and they want to learn the broadcasting way and want to get themselves out there and to pass that visual test, that that first snapshot of someone's past. I'm like, okay, they're legit. That's a pretty cool little graphics. It's pretty cool the way it's set up, the onboarding process. So the, my question for you is this. For both sides of that, how much do you put into, I guess, kind of like really sit down and figure out if someone reach out to you to come on the show, do you remember when you were very first starting off and were like, I'm going to give them a shot? Yeah. So, you know, there, there were some times in the beginning of the show uh, where I had people reach out to get on the show. And you know what? I didn't have a show in the I didn't have a guest in the hopper. And I had to make a decision. Right. Is this person going to provide value to the show or would I do better off doing a monologue show? So, you know, mm -hmm. I, I do a light screening on people and I, and I bring them on um, e even so much. So now. Right. And at this point, I, I've turned guests away because I don't think the message aligns with what I'm trying to 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 deliver to my audience. I try to keep it a really narrow right. focus. But. I will say this, the the power and the benefit of a podcast, you are your own media company. You yep. can build trust instantly. So much so, last night I delivered a keynote to a, a women's networking group out of Monterey Bay in California. And one of the questions that came up at the end of the keynote was, Anthony, I understand and I love the concept of catapulted commissions. I love the sales philosophies you teach. But in an e-commerce digital world, how do I build that line of trust? How does somebody trust me? And my response was, they have to hear you. They have to see you long before you ever ask, buy my product, buy my service. Podcasting gives that to you on a consistent basis, so much so that I put two shows out now a week. I almost was going to do three, but I was like, okay, let me let me slow down here a little little, little bit for, for, <laughs> for my, my bandwidth. But it's people have to see you, hear you, know you, and all of that is building trust. And here's the beautiful thing about it, Chris. You and I are talking today. It's morning for me. When we wrap up and finish it, I'm going about my day. I'm getting business done. I'm doing things. People will watch the show tomorrow, yep. later, the next day. And it happens with podcasts. I've had people reach out to me and say, hey, I just heard the show from six months ago. Mm -hmm. Love what you said. 
Sometimes, for the most part, I remember what I say because my 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 message is pretty uniform. But there's times where we go off on a tangent. I'm like, oh, I did say that. That's right. Glad that glad that I stuck remember. with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it, right. It it builds the trust and familiarity. And, and earlier, you know, you said you know we're business people that have a podcast. And for anyone who's who's launching a podcast or in the newer stage of podcasts, I'll tell you exactly what I did from day one. When I launched a podcast, I knew immediately the podcast wasn't going to be uh, the podcast wasn't going to replace my business. It wasn't it wasn't going to replace it within the first month. It wasn't going to replace it in the first three months. I knew I wanted to build something. So I looked at the podcast and said, OK, what's my investment to the podcast? What's the investment of my time? What's the investment? What am I going to lose by spending time? Oh, and I love that. from yeah. from day one, I outsource everything on my podcast. Other mm-hmm. than me, other than me speaking, I have an editing team. I have a show notes writing team. I have a marketing team. I don't do any of that because, truth be told, I don't have the time for it. Yep. And by outsourcing it, I looked at it and said, "Okay, how many clients do I have to generate from the show to to break even on this?" Bam! It, there it is. It, it it didn't take long to generate clients from the show to break even on the podcast production. And I think that's one area that people get stuck with with new podcasting. They want to do everything or they're afraid. You know, someone comes in and gives them a quote. Hey, here's how much it's going to be a month to produce your show. And you're like, oh, man, 500, 800, 1,000, 400, 300, whatever the number is. You're like, yeah, you're looking at it. You're like, man, if I do this 12 months, I mean, that's six, seven, 10 grand for the year. Right. So I looked at it and I was like, okay, if my production is 10 to 12 grand for the year, I really need to generate one client. Yep. If I can't generate one client, on a 10 to 12 grand production, I shouldn't be in this. Love this, man. I love the way that you're saying this because this is the this is what I'm talking about. We're business people that have a podcast show, okay? But, but we think about it as a business and how can we generate and earn more and figure out how can I break even and then, then from breaking even, once you can stop the bleeding and outsourcing and you see that as an investment, that's the, that's the switch though. Most people see it as, Oh, I don't, I don't know. I just use it as a hobby. I don't really need to be able to do this. But you don't realize whatever you do for a living, they're going to see you in a different light. And that's going to drop all the all the resistance from them being able to reach out to you. I was on your show. I can't tell you how many people still to this day send me messages. I heard you on Anthony Garcia's show. I Blown I away it. by feedback. Blown away. Blown away. And that's all it does. We're, it's the way that we're approaching the show because we see, okay, this is an investment. And I know you know your zone of genius, and that's why you outsourced it. My zone of genius is there, and I stay within that lane. If I step out of that lane and veer off a little bit, I suffer the repercussions. Right? I lose 100%. energy. I lose time. I lose money. I lose res- respect for myself. I'm like being irritated. I'm like, why did I do this? You know what I mean? Like, like I already knew my lesson, but I want to. What I want to do is I want to continue to keep pouring into things with all the energy that I'm trying to pour into it. I can't do that if I'm out if I'm outstretched in so many other areas. And I and I, and I love that you just said it that way. You love know, it. it's it's such a such a business mind, right? We're such control freaks, right? We yeah. we want to have control of everything. And, and I, I just spoke with my assistant Tara literally yesterday, and and Tara's been with me almost from the beginning. And I reached out to her and said, Tara, here's a few additional tasks. For, for whatever reason, I'm, I, I decided that I was going to do these in my business. And right now, they are costing me business if I spend time to do it or they're costing me time. So I found, myself, I found myself on a Sunday evening because I had such a busy week with work 
that I was doing stuff for the business that I was like, you know what? This is stupid. So then I was going to go outsource to someone else. <laughs> then I just called my assistant, Tara. I said, hey, can I hire you for additional hours? I need this, this, and this done. Her response, she was like, I've been waiting for you to say this. I was wondering if you were outsourcing it to somebody else or how come it wasn't on my desk yet? And I'm like, done deal. <laughs> <laughs> take it. Take it. I, right. I, I, look at the, I look at Catapult Commissions, the business, the brand, wholeheartedly as something that I'm building for a long haul. And yeah. when people when people get into catapulting or when people get into podcasting or people get into, hey, I'm going to build a business, right? It's it's immediately, it's the immediate, like, how can I make my first hundred grand in, in, one, in, in one month? How can I make so much money so fast? And so they're so set on trying to bring this money in right away. For me, it's how can I create a billion dollar system mm -hmm. first? And over time, the system will pay. The system will grow. There will be the $100,000 a month. It's not going to be in the beginning because every dollar I make, every dollar, and this is true story, every dollar I've made from catapulting commissions, whether it's book sales, courses, coaching, speaking, 100% gets reinvested back into the business. I that's love it. that. Ding, that's, ding, that, ding. that's why graphics are getting better. Video editing is better. By assistants are getting better. Copyrights getting better. I, I just had a, a massive new podcast website page update. Should be up next week. I mean, everything goes back to the business. I don't take anything out of it. So much so I don't take anything out of it. I forgot I need to pay corporate taxes on a corporation, which I had a problem. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but yeah, don't forget learn. that. Don't forget that, man. Don't forget that. They'll come get you. You know what I mean? So they they sure did, man. I, I looked at my business account. I looked at my PL and I'm like, man, I literally reinvested every dollar. Holy crap, dude. April 15th. I, I owe the state of California some tax money. Yeah. Well, that's going to come from, you know, it's a, it, it's a mistake I made and I learned, but I, you know what? I would do it again because every dollar truly was reinvested into the business. I love this, man. This is a great conversation. I mean, all the conversations are great when I'm, when I'm spending time with you and holding space, but I think that this is something that people really do need to hear, not just from my mouth, like the win-win effect. That was, that's an entity of me, my brand, right? So that's a, obviously a sub label of it. So when the win-win effect, that was, I started a business, I was an LLC. Yeah, and I treat it like that. And so you mentioned, you just said that it's the same thing I've done with the win-win effect. All the money I've ever made from the the deals, from interviews and setting up the maybe that they'll hire me for certain things with aligning sales processes and whatnot. When I started to gain more exposure, because I've been you know behind the scenes for so long that when I, they started to see the and feel the value, they went, "Okay, great." So all that money. And revenue I was earning, I dumped back into it. And here we are with Linjack Studios. So Love people it, go, man. people go, well, you're building a network. I'm not building a network. I'm building a community that has a place to go to, to not have to outsource seven things. They can go to one spot. And all you're paying for is you're investing into yourself and your show for a hundred bucks a month. There's nothing else that you have to buy. All the other resources what I've done is, is I brokered these deals with all the high-level influencers that if you went to their website and try to buy or invest into whatever they're doing, you can't get it for the price that we got for you. And I'm solving the number one problem, teaching people how to monetize. Day one. Like I almost put, like I almost sit back and it's kind of like everything we do and it's the same philosophy we use in sales. I put people in a position they can't tell me no. You can't tell me no. So... And that's what irritates me with podcasting. I see so much of raping people on show notes and edits and audio and video clips. And they're, they're really, truly becoming rich 
of not even owning a product or patentable or anything. And they're because it's supply and demand. People need these clips. Well, that's why you don't see a lot of those clips on social media anymore for me. It's because everyone's doing them. I'm going to do something different. We're going to do something. And how, and how we're able to accomplish that is together. And that's where I love that you're dumping all your, all that back into you know, the getting better graphics. And what's happened, and I don't know if people understand this, you get some of the huge names are coming on your show right now. And you're because ele- what you're done is you're elevating others through your microphone, through that beautiful voice of yours and the value. And you're elevating others. And that's, re- that's what that's doing is attracting higher level type of people. And that's what it's all about, man. Don't focus on trying to make money. You focus on trying to make money, you'll lose money. Absolutely. If you, if you focus on how quickly can I make an impact with individuals and change lives, that right there, you'll the money will come. I'm perfect example of it. money will come. Money comes on how the world views you is how, that's how they value you through how much your net worth is. If you look I, at it that way, it's different, right? So raise your value, raise raise your awareness, raise you. So I loved it. Everything you do, man, it just is ridiculous because I've watched the, I watched, I see you on not where you currently are, where you're going to go with your show. And it's just going to be beautiful to watch, man. Huge fan. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, dude. I I do appreciate it. And, and, you know, what you said about the show getting bigger guests, I, you know, I, I made some money on the show. I mean, I made some money launching the brand. Right. And one of the first things I was like, you know what? I'm going to trademark catapulting commissions. Like, it's yep. going to be mine. And I mean, that was probably one of the first earliest things. Took a long time. Trademark filing came in. Love it. Change the logo. Catapulting commissions trademark. Mine. Can't use it. Then the outreach to the guests on the show were, you know, I, I had some I had some bigger guests in the beginning that I knew personally that, that I wanted to build some credibility. And every guest, I piggyback when I introduced the new guests. Now, the guests on the show, I mean, I had... John Lee Dumas, who's, you know, Eon Fire. I mean, he he runs a seven, eight, nine-figure business. I mean, been on stage with Tony Robbins and, and Dean Graziosi, some of these big guys that he is directly connected with. Rory Vade, New York Times bestseller, or Take the Stairs. Show's going to release soon. Um, Sam Taggart, who created the door-to-door sales experience. That show's going to drop soon. Uh, Marcus Chan, dude. And if you don't follow Marcus Chan, he's on I LinkedIn. I love that dude. guy. Dude, he is, he is a Beast, man. He LinkedIn named him one, as one of the top influential salespeople, mm-hmm. and I had him on the show. And then that show's gonna release here, I think, in about three weeks. I I left. I was like, holy crap, dude. There's there's very few salespeople I meet that I'm like, yeah, I need to level my game up. I got off the call with him. I was like, dude, no matter what catapulting this is done, it can be better because that guy's crushing and killing it. Mm-hmm. And but these these guests have these massive followings, and and here's how I know the show is changing. One, people like that are accepting my invite to be on the show. Two, the comments that I'm getting and people who are reaching out to me, I mean, I I have people reaching out to me that I've been a fan of theirs. I mean, I've read books from hundreds of thousands of sales books. And when I see some of these authors, and I'm not going to say their names yet because we haven't put the outreach yet, but are starting to comment on my my post, starting to to come into my social media network. Oh, yeah, you best believe Tara and I have a plan. Okay, we're going to reach back out. I'm going to get these guys on my show because they're going to continue to level the network up. There's still one guest that that uh, Peter Vug, uh, who runs the Massive Game Changers Academy, we haven't had a chance to get our calendars connected. But, uh, you know, every time I message and connect with him, I'm like, dude, you are still a guest I want to get on the show. And, and every time I tell him that, you know, he comes in and on his show, he, he just booked Elon Musk on his show. And I'm like, God, 
I got to get you on the show, dude. Let me, I, I even told him, like, hey, man, you tell me the time. I don't care. Three in the morning, 11 p.m. on a Friday night, whatever it is, dude, I will be there to make that show happen. So, I but love it's, this. it's, it's building that credibility. And here's the thing. It didn't start on show one. It didn't start on show five. It, 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 I don't, I couldn't tell you exactly what show it started to change, but I can tell you when the mentality changed, it mm -hmm. was just the more reps you put in, the better you get, the more people you speak to, the more you hear. And at, at a certain point, I just had to say, screw it, dude. If my show has five downloads, 500 downloads, 5,000 downloads, 500,000 downloads, I'm going to deliver the same value with the same energy every time. And when and when you make that mental shift, dude, the show just grows. Yeah. yeah. You just sit back and read the benefits. It comes from the, your whole approach. I love that you just said that because they – some. You mentioned, well, we get the comments from some of these people that you used to, you know, I'm not going to say idolize. I wouldn't be the right word, but looking up, it's like, oh, hey, I, I recognize your success. And I, and I, I, I think that's beautiful. Like, wow, what a, what a great job. That's what high, high achievers do. We're, we're motivated through that. So it's another pain or pleasure. But where people like us, like when we look at things, I love those comments and those comments make it worth it because it's like we might be on just right now. We'll be having a conversation. And someone might hear something, and I don't know for what it might be. It might be just a tonality or the way it's approached and the way that we would say it. It might penetrate all the way down and hit them where they've never been hit before, right in their soul. And they go, I'm going to make a switch, and I'm going to, and if they do something else and they manifest the life of their dreams and they stop doing what they're doing, that's enough for us. 100%, man. That's enough. It, it, it you know, it's, you know, there used to be a saying, right? You know, work hard until, until your, until your, your idols become your competition. Right. And to me, there's some truth in that, but I don't ever view anybody as competition. Like I don't view yeah. some of these sales guys as competition. I'm like, Hey dude, the table's big. I just want to seat next to you. That's it. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hungry just like you. I, I, and when some of these guys coming back and, 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 I, and honestly, everything that I teach, I mean, I, I run the podcast, I run the podcast guests and I do a weekly video blog that's not on the podcast right now. And that's what gets added. We can do the production on that later. But I also run a weekly video blog that's original content every week, six to eight minutes. That weekly video blog that I introduce in addition with the podcast is just starting to draw people. But what I love in that weekly video blog, the original content of sales training, sales leadership, it's all my original thoughts. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't go and pull stuff. I don't go and say, hey, I want to see what, what Tony Robbins said. Or, hey, I want to see what Gary Vee said. I, mean, I don't give a crap. What I do is say, okay, here's what's going on in my world, in my business, things that are on my mind, and here's the teachable moment. And when I'm teaching that, and some of these guys are coming back like, hey, man, that's such a great, valuable point, yeah. or they're adding additional value. It's like, it's just that little validation. Yeah, I'm on to something. Yeah, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep going on this. So I love when the community of successful people embrace each other. Now, like you said, you have that flex folder. I don't, I don't call the flex folder. I do have screenshots of the, the comments that haven't been so nice. And right. I've had, I've, I've had plenty of them. I, and I mean, I've, I've been, I've been ridiculed. I've been called the Tony Robbins wannabe. I, you name it, man. And people tell me different things and I'm like, cool. You know what? I, I've never responded to one person except for the very first one. And I just put, hey, man, I'm so excited you comment on this. Not because you think I'm I'm full of crap, but because now I know my social media posts are reaching a network of people I have never met before. Love it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I do respond, though. I do say I do say one thing, and I do, I do it on purpose. And it changes the way it diffuses them. And it's just like we use it in sales. And Nina, thank you so much for the kind words. Just, I saw it pop across the screen. 
Hi, Nina. Hey, so I do I approach it this way. I appreciate your judgment. I hope things are going to work out for you one day. And if so, I see it at the top. That's it. That that's drives it. people nuts. Oh, <laughs> that's man. That dri- that's like taking gasoline and dumping it on a fire for someone. Yeah. And I don't respond to anything else after that. Um, but it's not about I'm trying to what I'm trying to do is I want you to see the hidden message in what I just said to you. I hope things will work out for you. Yeah. I'm just putting back love on you. I mean, and I said this with um, Justin Breen the other day that people, haters and whatnot, I used to view haters differently. I view them now as that they, they don't know how to tell, tell me or express the emotion of, you know, I guess being not as factuated wouldn't be the right word or of affection towards whatever I've done in achievement. So they would they'd much rather do is they would hate on that situation because it's easier for them to point fingers on why they're not successful or why they're not doing this. I mean, that's why people that I love when when authors come on my show, I talk about books a lot. I mean, not all, you know, not all leaders are readers, but all readers are leaders. You know what I mean? Like the bit, those are, those ones take it to another level because you don't realize how powerful your mind is. The information you're learning and reading, you don't know that you're actually filing that in your subconscious mind. So when you're, Stuck in a moment when it's like a survival moment for you, and it's like a heat-seeking missile is coming at you. You're gonna pull from that subconscious mind that information and drop it in a conversation, and yeah, that's that's powerful, so powerful. Hundred percent. Which is why I don't uh, I don't allow negative thoughts to exist in my mind, and if no, I do, yeah. I, they got to get out. And and, and you know I, I've I've talked about it on the show, and I, I believe in a power circle of influence. Um, I, I just recently, in, in one of my business ventures, got a new mentor, and the the mentor has been with me for I mean I think maybe six weeks now. I've known him for nine years, almost ten years now. But he recently we 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 had some structure, some alignment, and so now he's more involved in, in what I'm doing on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. He has challenged me consistently. And to the point where I haven't been challenged this way in a long time. That's good. And what and one of the things he said, he, he we we recently talked, he said, Look, man, he says, You are such a smart, talented guy. He says, but sometimes when you're so smart and talented and you're here, your 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 thoughts, if you allow them to list just to exist for a second longer, dude, mm-hmm. they're going to impact you. And I thought about it and I was like, you know what? You are right, man. I don't, I don't. You know, until that conversation, man, I mean, I've had some mentors and people who have challenged me, but this was just like in my face, point blank gut check. And, and we had a conversation. And at the end, you know, we, we had a difference of opinion. At the end of the conversation, I looked at him and I said, you know, what? with all honesty, man, I know that this may have been a little intense conversation. And he's a he's a East Coast guy. So he's, you know, pretty in your face and, and yeah. doesn't hold back. And I'm, I'm California laid back as can be. So it was it was a little, little tense. And at the end, I said, you know what? I appreciate this 100 percent. And I told him, I said, you can challenge me. We can have these conversations any day of the week because, one, I want to grow. And the moment that I don't want to grow, dude, I, I don't need to be running my company. I don't need to be in a position of leadership. Hang I don't need up. to be someone's boss. Just get out of the way because if I refuse to grow, I can't do this. And and so I embrace that. But if I, if I spin that back to the podcast world, every guest that comes on the show forces me to grow. Like, yeah. And it's. It's it's to the point where you know I, I record in batches, so I say, okay, here's here's the the two days out of this quarter that I'm going to record, and I try to line up as many interviews as I can, and I love it because I'm so positive after that. And then a you know a few weeks go by, and I haven't recorded somebody, I haven't spent time interacting with somebody, and negative thoughts creep in, and I'm like, okay, I need to space this out because yep. it's nice to speak with somebody who challenges you to think at a level 
that only great successful people do. Look at this, man. Podcasting puts your name out there. It puts you out there to be criticized. It puts you out there to be ridiculed. And here's the thing to think about it, dude. Nobody that's doing better than you is going to ridicule you. Oh, yeah, no one 100%. that's no one that's successful, no one that's making the money you want, no one that has the lifestyle you want is going to look back at you and say, "Hey, you suck. Don't do that." Why? Because they were once there. Everything that we're good at, we have to remember we were a beginner. Yep. Everything that is successful, we started with the failure. Podcasting's no different. So yeah, and you can't you can't rush it. You can't rush it. And no. the only the only thing you can do is figure out a way of getting there faster through impact and what can you take in and you you need to go through it just like anything else in life. I mean, I didn't get to, and you know, building businesses just overnight. I mean, I did that from years and years and years and putting in my hours in corporate America and realizing there's so much more out there that I can actually accomplish. And I felt like I was a big fish in a little pond. I need to go to a bigger pond. Right. So, and that bigger pond held me accountable to leveling up. So the people you mentioned, you're bringing onto the show, you keep elevating yourself up because you're, it's another way. It's another way of thinking. You talk about that negative thoughts. It's a good mentor, by the way, of saying that because you let that thought sit there. You can't control your thoughts, but you can direct them suckers. So you direct them. You got to be aggressive with those thoughts. Why am I thinking this? Why do I keep thinking this? I'm so aggressive with myself and I have to be because I, that's what motivates me. Like if you give me this whole like, oh Chris, you need to do it. This that's not you're not gonna get through to me. So yeah. I'm, but I am, but I'm I'm so kind to myself. I'm kind to myself now. I used to not be kind to myself. I'll say like a lot of bad words to myself. <laughs> right? <It's> like <laughs> like you're such a freaking idiot. You know something? No, I'm like I'm like like wow, what an opportunity to be able to learn something new. Oh, I'm so blessed for this. It's uh, a different approach. You know, I, 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 I whisper to myself, character building. Every time I find myself with this one, something like, all right, this is where you build character, Anthony. And, and, <laughs> and, and I've, talked to, I've talked to my wife because there's certain times, you know, things come up. And I always say, we're the bigger person. And she, yeah. one day she looked at me and, and my wife, you know, she, she runs a business here locally in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, she had dealt with some adversity. I'm like, this is, you know, we're the bigger person. This is character building. She was like, I don't want to be the bigger person. I knew she was going to say that. I knew she just for a little bit of like, all the yeah. conversation we've had about you. I knew she was going to say something like that. I knew it. Yeah. I, I laughed. I chuckled. I was like, you feel better now? She's like, yeah, I feel better. I'm like, all right, now be the bigger person because right. we, 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 in order to be successful and grow, you it's there's action, there's skill, but it's first the mindset. And the mindset is simply saying, I'm not going to allow these negative thoughts to exist. I'm not going to allow petty things to hold me down. I'm not going to allow failures to prevent me from staying the course that I'm going on because we all fail. Right. We fail multiple times. I mean, I, 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 you know, I, I don't, I always say this, but I, I have to remind people. The more catapulting commissions grow, the more failures I make. I mean, there's things that I've dropped the ball on multiple <laughs> times. Right. And I look at it, I'm like, okay, the only time that failure is permanent is when I quit or give up. And I'm not yep. doing that. So fail, accept it, grow, move forward. Simple as that, man. I sometimes and just your wife, just some it's important to real you gotta remind people who you are. Remind yeah. yourself, you know, like, just like a lion. Think about a lion. A lion will have a hyena come up and steal his food and slap him in the face, do whatever. But then every once in a while, he's got to let people know. Okay? Like, listen, dude, don't forget. I'll, I'll rip your head off. But it's just yeah. you're, you're doing it in a way of knocking someone down to, to let, allow them to shed the layers to lift them back up. The military has that, that same type of thing. They break you down to parade rest to be able to now build. 
on a fa- solid foundation. And that's what that's the same method I would use on, on a lot of situations in business. But I just want to, you know, thank you so much for coming on, talking about your show, man. I mean, I just I'm so excited about the future with, you know, with this community and obviously what we're doing. And um, if you're going to always see this guy's face, you're going to see me slow, like somewhere around in the curtain somewhere. So I'm always going to be there, not the creepy guy. I'm like, peekaboo. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having some fun. Dude, well, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to get connected with Winject. I mean, I've been a fan of yours from day one with the win-win effect. I mean, we, I, I love, I love finding like-minded people that want to grow, right? Mm-hmm. Regardless of you and I, you know, I mean, we are a, literally across the pond. I mean, we're, you know, eight hours, nine hour time difference, but you are a friend of mine and yep. it's a friend, it's a friend based on a growth that we want to see each other succeed. There's a level of success that we want to see happen for somebody. And when you feel that excited to see the people around you succeed, it, it creates a a livelihood, a, a vision, a like a mood where you're like, I want to see others succeed. And you know what, man? If you're succeeding, I'm succeeding. It's almost like if you go back to the old basketball days, right? Larry Bird versus Magic Johnson. Everyone called them rivals. But if you ever no, watched they the loved each other. They yeah, loved each other. Yeah. You watched the interview years later, and Larry and Magic were like, dude, I wonder if Larry shot 100, uh, 100 free throws after practice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shoot 101. And Larry would say, I'm going to shoot 102. I mean, these guys, they loved each other over the competition of who's going to get better. It wasn't yeah. personal hatred. It's like, hey, you push me to get better. You push me to get better. And when you get connected with the Winject community and you get connected with a group of people who are like-minded and growing, dude, it's just seeing people grow. Man, I mean, uh, you know, you mentioned Justin, Jerome. I mean, some of these people, I look at them and fall. I'm like, man, they're growing. They're growing. I love it, dude. I got to grow. I got to grow. Right. Because, yeah. because I don't want my relationship with you to be, man, I've grown. Anthony hasn't. Boom. Like it, it, and when you find a group of professional colleagues and friends that are growing at that rate, where now it's not a requirement, it's a want. I want yep. to grow because I want to provide value to this relationship. Mm-hmm. That's what you get with Winjack, man. Right. You got to and, and thank you so much for saying that. And it does mean a lot to me coming from you because it, I look at every guest or every, I guess, friendship because when they come on the show, you know how it is. We've been on all these other shows. We go on a show and it's like, that we'll come on. There's no, I guess there's no curiosity with the questions. There's no like a genuine feel that they actually give a shit about the questions. And it's kind of like they never, you never hear from again. Right. But when I, and that's why I invite the right people to come onto the show for the listeners to, so I can feel what they need from me and what they obviously need from the guests. So I look at every person that comes on my show and now within the community of Winjet, is I look at now as a shared legacy. I'm just as much part of your success as you're part of mine. It doesn't matter. Like together we're going to win. But that's yeah. the that's the missing word in a lot of situations. People are out to get to get to get. And I hear a lot of people say, oh, I'm here to serve, but you're only here to serve and the people that are actually buying what the hell you're serving. But 100%. if you're doing it with not trying to get something from it, that's why, you know, the obviously the entry barrier, there's no entry barrier. There's just what you're doing is you're end up paying for the system. You're paying 94 bucks. That's it. Cheap. Yeah. And because why I did that? Because I know what these people are charging. It's ridiculous. Stupid. It's just, I was like, man, people just want to buy success. You can't buy it. No, it's, it's earned hundred percent, man. Success is 100% earned, man. There, there, there is no buying. There's no fast track. There's no fast pass to success. There's no, there's no shortcut to getting to the top, man. It is one step at a time. And it's one step forward, three steps backwards, yeah. taking the one step over and doing it again. And right. eventually, your trajectory goes up. 
but don't think that it's a straight linear shot. You definitely get shot back down. We all do it. I'm sure you do it. I've done it. We've all been shot back down. We're like, man, all right. And, you know, there's like I said, I've woken up times where I'm like, God, that was a rough day yesterday. That was a rough week. Let's get up. Let's go at it again. We're all there. So, yeah, I love it, man. I love you. You're just, just phenomenal, dude. I, uh, so much that, you know, we're going to do, we'll have other conversations. I could talk to you forever. And I know this probably yeah. later than we initially, um, set out for, but I mean, you start your day not knowing what's going to happen and it turns out better anyway, because you're putting out there's so much good in the world. You know, it's always about raising other people's vibrations to raise yours and trying to provide them the resources that they wouldn't have accessible because of, you know, where they currently are and making, because we're trailblazers. The way I look at that, we're, we blaze the trail. We got to where we are right now. Our job is to pull people along with us and saying, I can cut some light years off your learning curve. Here's the, what to look out for. When you pass this street, there's a, there's a scary old man there. Don't go down that hallway. <laughs> go over here. Like, <laughs> right? I mean, that's what it's all about. Like, cause yeah. it's success is all about when you're exposed to that other way of thinking. Yeah. And then once you're exposed, then it's up to you to make a choice. So 100%. I challenge everyone listening to this. And if you are a part of the community or you know someone that wants to start a podcast, or you want someone that does have a show and they want to say, Hey, I don't know how to gain more exposure. Share it with them. And be first join the community so that way you can get you can get the links to be able to monetize and actually earn something from it. So guys, I appreciate you. Anthony, I appreciate you as well. Guys, I'll take care. Be well, be you, be great. I see you guys same time, same bad channel on Monday. And I'll see you guys at the top. Winjet.com. Let's get it. Peace. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks, Chris. This podcast is part of the Winject Studios Network, where podcasters come together to focus on community collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how to apply to join the network, go to www.winject.com. That's W-I-N-J-E-C-T dot com. If you're ready to make a difference through podcasting, then we're ready to see you there.